0: Hi, hello, my creepy lovelies. Welcome back to another episode of the Creepy Cryptid Podcast. Uh, Today, I am going to tell you about a truly foul human being. Um, This human is featured on the TV show American Horror Story, specifically the Coven season. And in real life, she was just as much of a terrible person as she is portrayed on the TV show. Um, maybe even more so in real life. So... There you have it. I would ask if you guys are gonna guess who it is, but I can't hear your responses. And Rex and sleep here are asleep. So... I'll just tell you... that I'm going to tell you about the Miss Ma'am, Madame Marie Delphine Lorie, The New Orleans murderess and Queen of Torture. Um... I'm going to talk about her her story first, and then we'll get into the murders, and then I'll move on to the ghosting. So you're getting a little bit of everything here. Getting some murder, some intrigue, some ghosts. Sorry, you can't see me. It's not as fun if you can't see me. Okay, I also have the coffin sound box. I am not Sorry. Mm-hmm. Marie Delphine L'Houry, mostly known as Madame L'Houry, was born in New Orleans around 1775. She was one of five children, which sounds fucking horrendous, and tch, 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 her dad was, the fuck is that name, Bartholomew? Bartholomew Bartholomew Lewis McCarty, and her grandfather was Bartholomew McCarty and he brought their family over to Louisiana from Ireland. Uh, Her mom was Marie-Jean Lovable, and she was often referred to or known by as the Widom Le Comte, and she had been married prior to marrying Marie's father, blah, blah, blah. Uh, all in all, she came from a very prominent, very wealthy family in New Orleans. Uh, Marie's cousin was Augustine de McCarty, who was the mayor of New Orleans from 1815 to 1820. So, you know, just a bunch of wealthy white people. Fucking stupid. Sorry. So we're going to jump to June 11th, 1800. Marie marries this man called Don Ramon de Lopez Ian Anguilo. Yep. Uh, a high-ranking Spanish officer at the St. Louis Cathedral in New Orleans. And by 1804, Don Ramon had jumped up a couple ranks, and he was now the Council General for Spain in Louisiana. Alright then, good for you, sir. Uh, the same year the couple went to Spain, and the written accounts of how the trip went seemed kind of to like range from the trip being uh, a military punishment for Don Ramon all the way to, you know, the the spectrum is pretty fucking wide, all right? So we've got military punishment over here. He's so revered, this Don Ramon creature, man, that we are going to take Marie to go meet the fucking queen because she is so beautiful, and I am so impressed with your military service. So just... The whole gambit. Most people say that he was just being called back to court because of his new position, which... Dependent on the king or queen makes sense anyway where are we all in all didn't matter because don ramon never made it back to spain because he died on the way there in havana i'm throwing my arms up like that might be suspicious people died all the time in travel so if she did murder him she got away with it uh marie gave birth on the trip so it's kind of surprising that she survived because the the trips are arduous right They're difficult, they're long, they're not clean, and not a lot of people know about giving birth quite yet, and we still don't know a lot, let's be honest. Um, So, surprising. Oh gosh, this name is so fucking long. All of the names in this episode are ridiculously long. I'm really glad most of us don't name humans like this anymore, but just bear with me as I stumble through this. She gave birth to Maria Borgia Delphine Lopez y Anguilla de la Candelera. Just, that's one, two, three, four, five, fucking seven pieces in one name with an E and a de la. Can you, just like, if you're a parent, right, and you're listening to this episode, just think about trying to yell that name when your child is in trouble. <laughs> like. <laughs> You'd have to spit it out so fast that your kid can't even hear their name properly. Like, that's just that's stupid. Anyway, uh, Marie gave her the nickname of Borkita. So that's what she's going to be referenced to as in the rest of this episode. Borkita is much easier to yell. I don't know where you get Borkita out of that whole fucking thing. The Borgia? I don't know. Anyway, so after Borquita is burned, Marie takes her back to New Orleans... And four years pass. We don't hear shit from Marie. Um, and in June 1808, she marries another human, Jean Blanc, a well off banker, merchant, lawyer, and legislature. That man is busy as fuck. God. And she's got to like summer weddings. Like, it's just, it sounds sticky, like a summer wedding in New Orleans. I'll have to ask my friend and see if she can tell me what it's like. Um. Oh. But yeah, he must be busy. No time. He bought them a house at 409 Royal Street in New Orleans, which would later be known as Villa Blanc. Okay, we're still recording. Fabulous. I have to burp. Nope, oh, just kidding. All right. Um. She filled their home with four new children. Okay. First one, Marie-Louise Pauline. Second one, Louise-Marie-Lauret. Laure. 3rd one, Marie-Louise Jean. And the last one, Jean- Jean-Pierre Pauline Blanc. She really liked naming her children after herself in different facets. It's just... M. They were married for about eight years before Jean-Jean, her husband, also died. Again, suspicious. Maybe not. I don't know. I think it's suspicious. Anyway, so we're going to jump to the third and final husband. Husband number three is a doctor named Leonard-Louis-Nicolai-Lalori. Jeez. June wedding again. June 25th, 1825. They are married. Um, it's also said that he was, like, way younger than her, so fun fact on that. And it's interesting because in American Horror Story, I think... I think in American Horror Story, Coven, he's portrayed as, like, an older, creepy man, so just, you know, he was younger. Probably still creepy, but he was younger. Um, so... They're married. In 1831, Marie brought a proper... Bought, ba- 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 ba. Marie bought property, goodness, at 1140 Royal Street, which she managed on her own, and by 1832, a whole year later, she had a three-story mansion built on the property. That is a lot of building very quickly. She must have hired hella people. Um, <clears throat> the mansion was 10,000 square feet, had its own slave quarters, so like... My house is, like, maybe 1,500 square feet. Maybe. I, I hate cleaning all of that. Like, I can't imagine cleaning 10,000 square feet. Or even, like, furnishing 10,000 square feet. Where the fuck do you get all the furniture from? It's fucking crazy. Uh, sorry. So Marie took up residence in this giant-ass place, lived there with her husband and two of her daughters. I don't know where the other children went. I don't really care. Um, Marie was a big socialite and she was well-known, so the big-ass house in the middle of New Orleans also helped helped keep her in that position. So, she's bougie. She's famous. People like her, as far as we know. Um, And she comes from a prominent family. She's married to this superhuman who has five different very prominent jobs, lives in a big-ass house. There you go. Um, mm, 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 mm. Two years later in 1834, a fire broke out at the mansion. Now, before I dig into the fire, I want to kind of run through some of the rumors and the reports of Marie being very cruel to the slaves. Not, sorry, my brain totally buffered for a hot second. Most of these rumors are true just want to put that out there so it's it's icky, it's fucked up, but this is a human who did these things and I think it is important to speak on atrocities like this because it seems that a lot of people are wiping away the history of it and I fucking disagree with that. But anyway. So, <clears throat> cruel, fucked up, terrible human being. Uh there had been a lot of accounts that were kind of mixed of how her slaves were treated from 1834 to 18, sorry, 1831 to 1834 And I think part of that is, is because You know, you have the actuality Of what's happening, and then you have The rich white people who are on her side And they want to keep Slavery going, so they're like Oh yeah, no, that didn't happen She treats them super well Just, you know, bullshitting and being in her corner So they get left the fuck alone about it Just fucking stupid um, An individual named Harriet Martineau reported That the slaves looked like Super tired and super malnourished, um, but in public, excuse me, it was noted that Marie was generally polite to black people and she looked after her slave's health. So, again, you got two different sides. We already know which side is accurate because she's fucked up. Um, there are core records that show that she emancipated two of her slaves, a uh, uh, Jean Louis in 1819 and a human named De Vince in 1832. I think just because the court records show that, we don't know what happened to them. So I just want to put that out there. Anyway, uh, the reports of her mistreatment was so widespread that a local lawyer was sent to the mansion to remind Marie of the laws about keeping slaves. But he couldn't find anything during his visit to give credence to the rumor. So I have to assume that somebody told her he was coming. And so she was like, no, no, nothing to see here bitch. Um, but of course, thankfully, that didn't stop Harriet from continuing to insist that Marie's slaves were being mistreated. Good. Somebody's paying attention. We like that. Um, she reported that one of Marie's neighbors saw a 12-year-old slave ni- named Leah fall to her death from the roof. Um, and the report states that, well, the speculation was that Leah was trying to escape punishment from Marie, so she ended up on the roof. And, um, apparently what happened was, excuse me, she was brushing Marie's hair. Like, okay, people fucking do that themselves, but whatever, bitch. And I guess she snagged on a knot, the 12-year-old, and Marie got pissed and chased her down to whip her. Which is, okay, I just, I can't. Um, Leah was buried on mansion grounds. And Harriet states that this is the incident that led authorities to investigate further. And as a result, they found. Oh, sorry, that was wrote, written very poorly. As a result, uh, Madame lollery and her husband were found guilty of um, illegal cruelty of slaves. And as a punishment, they had to forfeit nine. Now, that... Forfeit and emancipator, two totally different things. It sounds like they had to give them over to the government and then who knows what they did with them. I don't think it was anything other than just redistributing them to other people. Um, oh, no, here, I have a note. Just kidding. <sighs> they had to forfeit the nine slaves. One of her family members bought them and just brought them back. So it wasn't even fucking, didn't help anybody, unfortunately um harriet would also go on to tell everyone that marie kept her cook changed to the stove and that she would beat her kids her daughters who live there for feeding or taking care of the slaves so just got a whole bunch of fuckery and a bunch of really bad things happening to people and now we're gonna go into the fire on april 10th 1834 which started in the kitchen do you i'm sorry i'm yelling at you do you want to know why it started in the kitchen Can you take a guess? Hmm? 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 Okay. I'll just tell you. Um, so they did, when the authorities showed up to put out the fire, they found the 70-year-old cook, 70, 70 years old, 70 years old, just, mm, Mm. chained to the fucking stove by her ankle, just like Harriet fucking said. And I bet you after she found out she was right, she ran and she told all of fucking New Orleans, she was like, fuck this bitch. Mm-mm. So the cook stated that she set the fire as a suicide attempt because she didn't want to be taken to the attic because she said, and I quote, anyone who had been taken up there never came back. So. The, mm, <laughs> Just, just fucking! I'm very angry. I'm sorry. I realize this happened over a hundred years ago, but it's bullshit. Um, so to make the whole thing fucking worse, fire marshals and other people tried to get into the slave quarters to evacuate everyone, but both the Lolleries refused to give them the keys. The house, the mansion, is still on fire. They won't give them the fucking keys. What the fuck are you hiding? What are you doing up there? No. So a bunch of bystanders said, fuck that. And they broke down the door. And they they found such a horrific scene that they couldn't, like, I can't even fucking imagine it. So it was said that they found seven slaves just totally horrendously mutilated. um, And they were somewhere suspended by their necks. And others had their limbs stretched out and torn from their bodies. And some said they had been there for months. Four months. Just, I can't even fucking imagine. Four months. Not like four the number, but like a long period of time. So they got them out. Thankfully. And. Also, one of the people who showed up to help evacuate was a judge, Judge Jean-Francois Connoche. Probably said that wrong. Oh, well. Who found some slaves in iron collars, and one woman with a head wound so deep she was too weak to walk. And I have to pause so I can cough. Hang on. Please hold. Okay. I have cleared my throat. This is what happens when I get so angry during this podcast. Um, judge showed up, starts helping free slaves. He asks uh he asks some of them, you know, like what what is going on? And <laughs> Okay, he asked what's going on and apparently Mr. Lullery in a very snotty tone said some people should mind their fucking business. So <clears throat> homegirl harriet like i said fucking starts telling everyone what they found and what they saw and uh she added to the story that the slaves were emaciated they showed scarring of being flayed with a whip uh and the ones that were bound in collars were bound in like spiked collars to keep them upright and they were bound in all other different ways and so when this The word of this got to the townspeople. They lost their shit, naturally, and mobbed the Ray mansion. And one report... I'm sorry. One report said that they ruined everything and anything they could get their hands on. And the sheriff and his officers were dispatched to go disperse the mob. And the sheriff is quoted as saying, Scarcely was anything to remain but the walls. The walls. They took everything. Which... By all fucking means, fuck that place up. But for some stupid reason, the tortured slaves were taken to a local jail where they were made available for public viewing so people could come see how terrible Marie and her husband were. Now, I don't agree with this. I think they should have been getting medical attention, but that's not what happened. Um, It's reported that 4,000 people came over the span of two days. And so, that's a lot of people. And being as pissed as they were, they were like, I bet there's more to find. So they end up digging up the property to see what else they could find. And of course, they found some bodies on the property, as well as in a well that had been condemned. Um, so the reports are that at least one child's body was found. It probably Leah's, And there was just lots of Lots of bodies. Um, so after the fire, and this this fucking boggles my mind, nobody caught Marie. She just dropped off the fucking map. Poof! In the wind. Gone. Some people say that she died in Paris on a boar hunting accident, but nobody cared about the loleries anymore. So the ending of how they were all hanged and killed by a mob in American Horror Story Coven, if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry I spoiled it, Also, whatever. Um, That didn't happen. They were all just in the wind. And, you know, people were so pissed, they just didn't care what happened to them anymore. Uh, The only stuff that I could find that was a little bit more solid was from somebody who located the letters um, she wrote to her kids after fleeing, and they just, you know, said she was leading a pretty peaceful, non-violent, violent, violent, and boring life in Paris. Which is fucking stupid, but okay. Um, oh, I have a eyelash. Here we go. Um, where am I in my notes? Here we are. Okay. Um, so some experts say that Marie was being overly violent with her slaves because she was afraid of what had happened in 1791 to 1804, which was a good chunk of time in a span of slave result slave revolts, and the murder of her uncle by slaves, which happened in 1771. There was also a slave re- revolt in 1811. Uh, other experts say the way some of the slaves were restrained when the mob got into the slave quarters was actually like Standard plantation owner practice. Albeit, they were very harsh. And I don't fucking like that. That's absolutely not. Um, Absolutely not. One article I did read said that slaves had their hands and arms restrained at night, so they couldn't take up arms against their owners overnight. And that's also like a standard plantation practice, which is also fucking stupid. So there's that. Um, so now we have the horror, the murder, and the mystery of what the fuck happened to Marie, which I think she should have been hanged, but regardless. Um, now I'll go into the ghosties that are said to still live in the mansion, what's left of the mansion, rather. Um, it does still stand in New Orleans. It was owned by Nicolas Cage at one point, I think up until 2009, but now it's owned by a rich Texas man, so it's not accessible to the public. Um Obviously, there are reports of the mansion being haunted by Marie herself, as well as any of the slaves who met their end there. At one point, the mansion was converted into apartments in, like, 1890. So, in 1894, a tenant who lived in one of these apartments was brutally murdered in his room, and his place was torn apart, but nothing of value was missing, And so, this is so interesting. The police interviewed his neighbors and his friends, and some of his friends had said, like, he was having issues with sprites, and sprites were kind of like fairies. They're just a little bit more... I'm doing this thing with my hand, and you can't see me. Uh, Mischievous. Fairies in general. Very mischievous, very dangerous. Sprites are, like, extra, extra. Um, So he had been telling people that he was having issues with sprites in his place. Another friend said there was a demon in his place. All in all, murder never solved. Police attribute it to a robbery gone wrong. But now we've got this other guy who haunts the house. So there's that. Um, At one point, the mansion was converted into a girl's school. And the girls would go to their teachers saying, like, with, not saying, but saying that they had been bruised or scratched by something with actual bruises and scratches on them. And when the teachers were like, okay, well, who did that? they would say a woman, and they would describe somebody who looked pretty fucking similar to Marie herself. So there's that. Um, There are also reports of the ghost of 12-year-old Nia, who likes to mess with the tour guides that come close to the LaLaurie mansion. Um, And a lot of people experience, like, a dark and bad energy when they get near the house, which, you know, makes sense. A lot of really terrible... Bad things happened there, and I'm sure there's a whole bunch more that was never fucking recorded and or found, so we only know the tip of the iceberg, and because the house has been privately owned for such a long time, not a lot of people have been able to get in to thoroughly investigate for ghosts. Maybe one day they'll get back in there, not really sure, but there you have it, Madame LaLaurie, the devious bitch from New Orleans herself. I hope she did indeed get her karma eventually. Maybe she was eaten by a hungry pack of alligators. Or maybe her head got shrunk. I don't really know. I just hope that something bad happened to her because she sounds like a terrible fucking person. And there you have it. I think that the ending... No. Yes? No. Yes? No. The character development they gave her on American Horror Story was too kind. Shouldn't have done that, but... It's not like Ryan Murphy listens to this, so whatever. And that is that on this episode. I have some other ones coming up. I'm going to talk about the Jersey Devil finally. And then this weird individual called, well, they called him the acid bath murderer, but it's not what you think. So thanks for dropping by on the Creepy Crypt Creepy Cryptid Crypt podcast. Don't forget to like, follow, share. I keep forgetting to say that. I'm just going to have to record it and insert it. Um, Tell your friends. If you want to hear a story, please put it out on the Instagram so I know what to talk about. Um, I'm working on a larger episode for the West Mesa Bone Collector. And he's not out of Mesa, Arizona. He's out of Mesa, New Mexico. So just... Keep a pin in that. Uh, Also, maybe got a Kraken episode coming up. So if you like being in the ocean and you don't want to be scared, don't listen to that episode. So, all right, y'all. I will talk to you in a week. Goodbye.